This is The Defrag, I'm Christopher Lawson. COVID has impacted so many industries, from retail to hospitality, tech and construction. There's almost no sector of the economy that's been untouched. And one particular area of concern for the construction industry right now is the ongoing problems with the building supply chain. At its heart, the problem is that there's a lot of homes to build, but not enough materials, and the materials that are available are very expensive. This is a big problem right now in Australia, and many countries around the world are suffering from similar issues. So what actually created this problem? And have we seen any indication of this improving? A housing supply crisis driven by a land and infrastructure shortage is gripping Greater Western Sydney, according to a major new report. A nationwide shortage of materials means houses are taking longer to build. Economic stimulus by governments around the world has pushed up the demand for timber, creating shortages and increased prices. The federal government's home builder grant scheme and low interest rates have encouraged a residential building boom across the country. When COVID hit with force back in early 2020, governments around the world were left with a massive problem. How do you keep the economy moving when so many people are being told to lock down? While a lot of us worked from home, there was significant concern for industries that couldn't. And in particular, there was concern around the industries that drive a huge portion of our economy, like construction. Here in Australia, in June 2020, our government introduced a scheme called Home Builder, a $25,000 grant to start construction on a new home or upgrade your existing house. You had to have the title for the land and contracts had to be signed before the end of the year. And this incentive, along with record low interest rates, created a perfect storm. There's a series of factors over the last couple of years that have all come together at exactly the same time in a way that we've never seen before. This is Tom Devitt. He's an economist at HIA, the Housing Industry Association. They represent builders across Australia. And Tom says there's a couple of key factors that have led to supply shortages. Firstly, in the middle of 2020, the government announced their home builder grant program, which was a $25,000 grant for anyone who wanted to build their own home. On top of that, the Reserve Bank dropped interest rates down to effectively zero and Promised, promised to keep them there until 2024 at the um, at, at the very earliest. But even without the direct stimulus of home builder grant and interest rates, the pandemic has forced everyone to spend more time at home, either locked down or working, which means they're now demanding larger homes with with greater uh, greater amenity to improve the the environment that they're, they're having to spend so much more time in. So far, this all sounds positive for the construction sector. Demand is high thanks to government incentives, and builders had plenty of work during one of the most difficult periods we'll probably ever experience. But here's the catch. All of this demand is sending material prices through the roof. Not only is it hard to get supplies because of COVID, but those supplies have increased in price because of how much demand there is, and a lot of the building sector operates on fixed-priced contracts meaning builders can't pass on the increased cost to consumers. This is great for customers and banks love them because it gives a very specific price to a build. But it does make it very difficult for builders, especially smaller ones, to turn a profit when they signed contracts over a year ago when prices were lower. 
it's a very competitive industry. Um, so the, the, the margins are generally very, um, very narrow. So they are certainly feeling the pinch in terms of the contracts they've committed to and the uh, increased costs that they are facing. Yeah, look, you've got the fact that we're seeing at the moment um, a 30% increase in the price of timber. You've got steel products, they're growing by 25%. There's structural steel shortages, colour bond roofing shortages, plumbing supply shortages. And the fact that just the significant volume of building and construction that's going on in Victoria is adding to those supply chain issues. This is Michaela Lahu, the Executive Director of Strategy, People and Influence at Master Builders Victoria. Then the fact of COVID, so the restrictions and the lockdowns that we've had in Victoria, you've had the success of the Home Builder program where a lot of people went, they weren't going on holidays, so therefore they're investing in their own homes to try and um, create wealth and, and value there. All of those are adding to, to the problems at the moment. And I do want to disclose that my wife and I took advantage of the Home Builder Scheme. While the initial grant was $25,000, the government extended the grant and lowered it to $15,000. That's the one that we got. We were trying to go for the $25,000, but it takes so long to purchase a piece of land, wait for settlement, and then go through the process with the builder to get to a final contract. And even though we signed our initial contracts in November of 2020, Construction couldn't begin until August, and our builder was saying the whole time that they'd been unaffected by the COVID supply issue. However, when it came time to put up our frame in late November, the builder was suddenly struggling to find timber. I've heard reports of some builders raising prices on clients to cover the increases, and then those customers having to go to their banks and ask for more money. That is a really difficult situation. So fixed price contracts are great for the customer. But when builders don't know how much the cost of supplies are going to be when it comes time to build, it creates a real problem. A problem that has already seen some larger builders close up shop, most notably Privium Homes, which went into administration in November, leaving over 2,000 customers wondering if they would see any of their money returned. The dreams of hundreds of families are in limbo tonight with a major home builder seemingly on the verge of collapse. The collapse of builder Privium Homes is going from bad to worse for some of its customers here in New South Wales. Many have now lodged compensation claims only to discover they're not covered by compulsory insurance. We've had some examples with our builders who, for argument's sake, in the previous 12 months, they would have built 12 houses and in the coming 12 months, they're going to be building 18 houses and their profit is going to be exactly the same. So they're going to be building six more houses and all that you can see is they're just eating into their profit margin because of these supply, um, supply shortage issues and the prices. So that story is not unique. And Master Builders Victoria is concerned that more builders could become insolvent if prices continue to rise. We have seen a number of builders and heard from a number of builders who I think were riding out last year with the hope that I think the new year was going to somehow bring them some relief. We are expecting that there probably will be a rise in insolvencies to come. Michaela says these issues may not become apparent until later in the year. But with concerns that more builders could go under, is there any sign that our building supply chain might return to normal? That's next after this short break. 
If you're enjoying this episode of The Defrag and you want to support the work that we're doing, head on over to our website, thedefrag.com and become a Defrag member. You can get an ad-free version of the podcast, a sticker pack, a regular newsletter and discounts to our merch. Plus, there's a number of other perks depending on your membership level. Becoming a member is really the best way to support the show. It empowers us to produce independent journalism and gives you the best of the podcast without all the noise. So head on over to our website, thedefrag.com and become a member today. While builders in Australia have plenty of issues thanks to COVID, the problems with the construction supply chain are global. The US has seen lumber prices increase dramatically, the UK is facing shortages on many key materials, and Canada has also seen similar problems. So why has our global supply chain been hit so hard? Yeah, well, because this is happening all over the world, the same sorts of trends, people wanting more space and bigger houses, uh, record low interest rates all over the world and enormous amounts of government stimulus to get people through the pandemic. And the fact that they couldn't go out and spend on the things they normally did, in particular services, the, um, the travel, entertainment, dining out. So they were all stuck at home. Um, they managed to save all of this money and all of that spending had to go towards goods and materials and shipping services, which is why this has become such a um, such an international issue. Um, shipping container prices are still sitting around six or seven times higher than they were before the pandemic. Timber prices are you know, more than twice pre-pandemic levels, and lo- locally we're seeing the same sorts of um, pressures on our own materials and often the materials that we have to import from overseas, and our labour as well. HAA releases a, a, a trades report that looks specifically at the skilled trades in the housing industry, and we're seeing the most acute shortages of those trades since we started the survey back in 2003 um, and the prices for them um, similarly are, are on the way up. Are we seeing indicators that the supply chain might start returning to normal levels at, at any stage soon? Um, yes, yes, um, we are. The, uh, the There's a, a series of um, international indicators that, that um, monitor um, things like shipping and timber and even though they're still very much elevated they are they are down from, from the most acute shortages and the most um, acute constraints that were felt in, in, in 2020. So those, those indicators are moving in the correct direction. It's interesting, we ran, ran a forum with some of our members and, and industry partners last year and I think the thing is that this is really about the fact this is going to be longer term it's not going to be a short-term fix we would love to be able to sit here and say that um, it's all going to magically resolve itself i think it's just realistically we need to learn from from what's gone on and try and prevent it from happening in the future and be a bit more innovative in in our way of thinking and our building approach but understanding that 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 will take time we need to upskill people and train people as well Also making headlines today, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has apologised to the UK Parliament after the initial findings of Sue Gray's report into illegal gatherings at 10 Downing Street was provided to the government. 
The report is investigating 16 events that took place between May of 2020 and April of 2021, and has found that against the backdrop of the pandemic, some of the behaviour surrounding these gatherings is difficult to justify, and some of the events represent a serious failure to observe the standards expected by the government and the British population at the time. But firstly, I want to say sorry. And I'm sorry for the things we simply didn't get right, and also sorry for the way that this matter has been handled. And it's no use saying that this or that was within the rules, and it's no use saying that people were working hard. This pandemic was hard for everyone. The police are still investigating the incidents, but Boris Johnson has promised to take action immediately. This is a moment when we must look at ourselves in the mirror and we must learn. And while the Metropolitan Police must yet complete their investigation, and that means there are no details of specific events in Sue Gray's report, I, of course, accept Sue Gray's general findings in full. Joe Rogan has responded to the controversy surrounding his podcast on Spotify. In a video posted to his Instagram, Rogan welcomes Spotify's plan to add an advisory message before podcasts discussing COVID but took issue with the idea that his show would be spreading misinformation. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Rogan did say that he was a Neil Young fan and that while he isn't a medical expert, he wants to have interesting conversations with guests that have a range of perspectives, but that he would like to balance out the controversial guests with guests that have differing views. If there's anything that I've done that I could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. Sony has announced plans to acquire game studio Bungie for 3.6 billion US dollars. Bungie will join the PlayStation family, although Sony says it will operate independently and continue to develop games for the community wherever they choose to play. And finally, Wordle, that hit game that we're all playing once a day. It's being purchased by the New York Times for a low seven figures. It's part of a broader strategy to use games to increase digital subscriptions, something the Times has done quite well. And the Times says that Wordle will initially remain free. But who knows how long we've got to enjoy it before we're all forced to pay up. The Defrag is a production of Lawson Media. The show today was produced and hosted by me, Christopher Lawson. James Parkinson is our producer. If you love what we're doing with the show, you can get an ad-free version of the podcast by becoming a Defrag member. Just head on over to our website, thedefrag.com. And to stay up to date across social media, just search for The Defrag. That's it for today. We'll catch you again tomorrow.